0: I know some of the most intelligent women in the world is listening right now. And all the realest brothers is like, oh, get light with it. Day party to midnight with it. Ice wet like a fire hydrant. Why the girls double touch I double. Nice game, pop, peace, on my a of my niggas. New York, New York, all sorts of bosses who walk the walk. Look how long the blocks is. Rufus, close range they shoot shit. Wall Street, rack of all oysters, masseuses. Bourgeoisie, the movie i all Then it's back to the hood where you knew I'd be. Driver's license in the face, car two IDs, Getting light off the road, by bottle, we sit, New shorty in my life, she my lottery pick. And if the economy slips, she gon' ride with the kid. City girl like JT, in my A to the bridge. Get light, get light with it. Get light, go ahead, boy. Hold up, bring it back. Get light with it. They party the midnight with it. I sweat like a fire
1: hydrated. Why the girls double touch? I double my dish. Yo, 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 this your boy, King Nono Uncensored. And man, I got to apologize about yesterday's quality i deleted the episode a lot of people on tiktok is complaining about low volume and so hopefully this method that i'm using is going to bring my shit back to prominence like it was supposed to i see why my numbers have gone down but this is the re-recording of the return of Kimbrick lamar a.k.a. Kimball Walker. Now, people want to know, like, how did I come up with uh, Kimbrick Lamar, right? So, when Kimball Walker was on Boston, right, um, he was um, touted as better than Kyrie Irving because he had... You know, they had claimed that Walker led Tatum and Brown to the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble season. And Kyrie only led these guys to the second round of the playoffs. Therefore, because of that, Walker was better. So I started taunting those people and joking around and just calling him Kendrick Lamar. He is a sinner, he is a bricker, and is probably going to brick again. Brick don't kill my vibe, brick don't kill my vibe. Um, As far as I'm concerned, though, we all know that Kyrie Irving is better than Kimball Walker. But that was the reason why I came up with that. it looks like the Golden State Warriors are looking like they're back to form. And it seemed like Draymond Green's more aggressive offensively. Stephen Curry's always going to be Stephen Curry. You never have to worry about him. Because that dude is something special. It seems like uh, Kerr is playing a different lineup, so to speak, because they look different. They look like they're in sync. And I feel like they had to overcome the whole Draymond Jordan pool situation. I mean, they do play the Mavericks tonight at around 730. It's 613 while I'm recording this. So I don't want to hear that shit about um, it's nine o'clock right now. seems like James Wiseman is still in the G League and their second unit, they've tightened it up with a uh, pool, DeVincenzo, Anthony Lamb, who's a new recruit, so Moses Moody is like in a third string three, then Jonathan Kaminga is the official backup power forward, and Jermichael Green is the backup center to Kevon Looney, so I don't know if that was the change, or, you know, maybe they just played better basketball. But more on them in a moment. Um, Shout out to Ben Simmons. He's actually earning his money. Me, I'm that type of person that gives credit where credit is due. So, which leads me to DeAndre Ayton had a big game. Uh, I think it was a couple of games ago against the Indiana Pacers. Um, DeAndre Ayton went ape shit the other night. But my thing is, I mean, he had 29 points and 21 rebounds. That's pretty impressive. I understand it was against the uh, Indiana Pacers, but... Actually, no. My bad. It was the Utah Jazz. I apologize for that error. That's a solid... That's actually like... a solid performance against a solid team. Even though the Jazz are currently ninth in the Western Conference, you know how it goes. And then speaking of going ape shit, Ivica Zubac dropped 31 points and 29 rebounds the other night as well. He almost had a 30-30. It, it, it was 30... I think it was 31-29. and 29. That's who dropped those points against the Pacers. It was Zubac. I mean, only Shaq and Kareem have done this. But, you know, Zubac's a top 100 player. But my only question on him is... Consistency, Because right now he's only averaging just over 10 a game and 12 rebounds. You know, we need 18 and 12 before he can be considered an elite big man. The Minnesota Timberwolves have lost Carl Anthony Towns to a right calf strain for the next four to six weeks. And my thoughts on this is, I don't know. Maybe Minnesota may play better without him. I'm not sure if I can consider this a loss. I think Anthony Edwards is really going to take over this team. And it could put Carl Anthony Towns on the trading block. Uh, the Washington Wizards... The Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks are among the teams that are interested in Sadiq Bay. I mean, in my opinion, I think this isn't necessarily, like, a bad idea, but my thing is, when it comes to the Pistons trading Sadiq Bay, I say one thing, right? We got to get first-round picks, period, point blank. I think that's what this shit is really going to be all about. Now, I wouldn't mind a Bay Kuzma swap. I wouldn't mind necessarily uh, Dallas shooting us a couple of picks and maybe some role players. I don't think I want any of the Clippers players because we, we – uh, Traded Canard and Jackson already. I don't. I wouldn't want them back. But however, a Norman Powell in, for, for for Norman Powell in a first round pick for Sadiq Bay might work. Los Angeles Lakers may trade Patrick Beverly in an attempt to improve their roster when his contract becomes trade eligible on December the 15th. Wow. Interesting. This is fucking comedic. Isn't this the guy that y'all said was going to save the Lakers and provide a defensive mindset? Y'all did say that, right? Isn't that what y'all said? The savior, right? It just turns out that...
2: This dude is a fucking joke.
1: Like... He has shot horrible. He's been pedestrian offensively. Defensively, he's been getting pissed on. And it's just sad because I I like Pat Beverly and his mental... But I don't think the Lakers was the team for him to go to. Because, man, I think he's going to, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs this year with Los Angeles. So, I mean, I don't know where he would go at this point. The Lakers are better off just keeping this guy. Because, you know, the uh, the, the uh, star players believe the team is a couple of players away from being a legitimate contender. A legitimate contender for the play-in, not the playoffs. You see, they got it wrong. It's the play-in, not the playoffs. I still think the Lakers will finish slightly above 500, which is a great segue to my next question. Over the last seven games, the Los Angeles Lakers are five and two. The Brooklyn Nets are five and two, and the Golden State Warriors are five and two. Now, you, now the million-dollar question is: which one is more impressive? Now we can look at the Los Angeles Lakers really quickly. We can look at their last five uh, last seven games one two three four five six seven okay they, they beat the Brooklyn Nets which were under 500 team they beat the Pistons without Kate Cunningham their star player. They beat the San Antonio Spurs by 31 points, which they should have. They lost to Phoenix, which was a game that, if they would have won that, in my opinion, I really think that I would have been impressed by this. I think it's fucking dope, in my opinion, that... um. I mean my fault. Um let's see they they played the Spurs back to back. The league's worst defense. The worst defense. Oh,
2: no. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: because they beat them 105 to 94 they beat the spurs 143 to 138 and then they lost a heartbreaker last night against the indiana pacers which wasn't a team that's picked to go to the playoffs however they are overachieving expectations due to the rise of tyrese Halliburton. so is this impressive no not at all now their schedule is going to get a little bit tighter because if you look at the next 10 games they play the Blazers the Bucks the Wizards the Cavs the Raptors the Sixers the Pistons the Celtics the Nuggets the Wizards and then Phoenix I know this is 11 games, but I probably see them winning three games. I see them winning the Pistons game. I see them maybe winning the Blazers game, if that. And I see them beating the the Wizards. But other than that, their next 10, 11 games... It's going to be highly difficult for them to win, even healthy, even healthy. I got to take that into account. So, no, that's not impressive to me. The Brooklyn Nets, let's see how their last seven games went. They beat the Blazers. That's a solid win. They beat the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, they yeah, the no, not the Brooklyn Nets, but they beat the Memphis Grizzlies. That's a big win, even though I don't think Ja. I don't think Ja played this game. But neither did Kyrie. So I guess it's eye for an eye. Um the Nets lost to the Sixers without their three best players. That was an embarrassment. Nets beat the Raptors. They're a solid team. Nets beat the, 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 the Pacers beat the Nets. Oof, Pacers are knocking off a lot of good teams I'm noticing. Um, Then they beat the Blazers again so they swept the Portland Trail Blazers of course without Dame Lillard. So it's looking like the Nets are even keel with the Lakers here. Now let's see what the Golden State Warriors did in their last seven games. Okay, so they lost to the Suns 119 to 130. They beat the Knicks 111 to 101. It's what they should do. They beat the Rockets 127 to 120. The Pelicans beat them 128 to 83, but this was without Curry, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond. They beat the Clippers, which was impressive. They beat Utah, which is solid, and then they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. I can't say that this is very impressive to me because, you know, you beat up on a Timberwolves team who's beat who beats themselves. The Clippers win was solid. I don't know. I don't, did Paul George play? No, they ain't, PG didn't even play. So it seems like the three of these teams definitely took advantage of the injuries. But if I were to, to um, have a winner, it would definitely be um, what's-his-face. It would be the Brooklyn Nets. Barely. And these are three teams right now that are turning their shit around. Because the Warriors started off hella slow, and now they're currently in the eighth spot. The Brooklyn Nets are at 500 in the ninth spot, and the Lakers are still well below 500. So you know the Lakers wasn't going to win this contest. So I give the edge to Brooklyn, because the Warriors did face a lot of lottery teams. The Nets played contenders without some of their best players, but I think this is even keel here. um, Anthony Davis seems to be returning to form and the Lakers blew a game yesterday against Indiana which questions is LeBron James in Anthony Davis's way because I feel like this if they, if if LeBron James wasn't there trying to chase the scoring record, I think the Lakers would be a whole lot better with just Davis and Westbrook because you saw their chemistry the last couple of games. And speaking of chemistry, the Mavs have a glaring weakness, and their weakness is their starting lineup. I don't know what Jason Kidd is doing over there. Seriously, what's wrong with Jason Kidd's lineups? Because he has the current starting lineup as Spencer Dinwiddie, Luka Doncic, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Dwight Powell. And I think Hardaway started in place of Powell. I mean, in place of uh, Bullock yesterday. And my problems with this lineup is... Dwight Powell is not a good player. You know, I like Finney Smith. I think he deserves to start at the three, though, because, you know, his job is to check all the um, other team's best players. But Christian Wood and JaVale McGee not being in the starting lineup kind of troubles me. And it's probably why the Dallas Mavericks have started out 9-11. And And then it's definitely Lucas' style of play, because if you look at Porzingis who was there a couple of years ago. You know, a lot of people wrote off Christophe Przingis, and now he goes over to Washington, and he is playing at an all-star level this year alongside Bradley Beal, who is a solid number one, number two guy, depending on the situation. And, um... Yeah, the Mavericks, um... They look pretty bad. I feel like Kid needs a lineup change. I like Christian Wood. I like a lineup of Dinwiddie, Doncic, Finney Smith, Wood, and McGee. I think they're a, a talented, fast lineup. I think that that lineup would gener- generate more points and a faster, more up tempo style of basketball, even though. Luca isn't the fastest guy and probably prefers a half court offense but there would be a lot of fast break points if he if kid were to switch this lineup Um am I impressed by LeBron's 39 point performance against the Spurs the other day? No. Here's why. I feel like LeBron is the, a man on a mission. A man that's trying to get the scoring title. He's trying to get the uh, all-time scoring record. He's not necessarily focused on winning championships anymore. Which is understandable. But still, you're holding back the potential of your team by doing this. I'm sure Anthony Davis wants to win a championship that that he actually led one day and the way that Davis is playing I don't know but I don't think Davis played in that game where LeBron scored 39 points I think that the two 50 point games last season that he had against Golden State and Washington I think those back to back 50 pieces was more impressive than that 39 point performance Kimball Walker has officially signed with the Dallas Mavericks. Now, does this help Dallas? Not really. Because Walker's a bit undersized. He's a lot older. Despite last season, he had some impressive performances in New York last year. I was surprised that they sacked him for the rest of the season. That made no sense at all. I think New York could have gotten into the play-in game last year if Walker stayed, I'm not saying that Kimba Walker is a savior. I don't call him Kimbrick Lamar for nothing because, you know, he's a shot jacker. Now you got not only Luka shot jacking, now you got Kimball Walker who's, who's a certified uh, shot jacker. So I don't understand the logic here. When you have a guy that does the same things as Walker, but way better. But my thoughts about this is this is unnecessary. I think they could just call up, call up the kid Jaden Hardy from the G League. He has Gilbert Arena-style game. He's a bucket off the bench. I don't see why he's not getting a chance but i bet i bet that he signed over there for the veterans minimum but this doesn't help dallas at all for real That's my show for the day. Um, This is King Known Uncensored. The return of Kimbrick Lamar. And I'm gone.